right, Daniel. Well, that was that was an interesting game, wasn't it? Surprisingly intense for a Europa League match that actually turned out to not change anything at all. <laughs> it was the first half was really enjoyable. I was actually thinking at half time that it's nice to watch United thinking this is going to be in some way entertaining or intensifying. Right. Because that's what football is meant to do. It's meant to make you feel fucking alive. Yes. And obviously it's not part of that as being there, but if you're not there, even so. And yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it felt, I enjoyed that first half. I didn't think we played as well as the commentary team on BT and the people in the studio seemed to think that we did. Right. I, I thought it was pretty pretty dynamic from United. I mean, I, I think you put it in context, Real Sociedad, they've done okay this season, but they haven't got anyone who'd get near the United side, I don't think. And they've lost their last two games. They've gone off the boil a little bit. So this was, this was a game for the taking. And it's, it's, uh, it's obviously the United side that's been improving in recent weeks to, to a point. So I, I kind of... Felt I didn't. I felt reasonably com- confident coming into this game that United could actually put up a performance, and for forty-five minutes it looked like it. Second half we, was a bit of a mess. We were. I mean, also we were just a few two play, a few players too short as well. Yeah. I think. But I mean, so were they. But just in terms of the way United are able to play, I didn't. I didn't love Beak in the middle and Bruno on the right. Beak hasn't played right. in how long? Hasn't played like, well. Weeks, in... months. Yeah. Years. <laughs> Donald Van like, Beek, it's not, he has not, he had that half against Watford, didn't he? Well, they got fired. <laughs> <laughs> he has not had a good game for United. He hasn't. No. Which means he's not had a good game in more, in more than in two years. years. And, yeah, that's no, it's completely fair assessment. And, I, and so therefore to put, who, the player who I think is United's best player, Bruno, uh-huh. to put him on the right. Yeah. And play Beak. Surely, if you're going to play Beak, and I understand, first of all, why you might play him because you're hoping with the extra midfield player, you haven't got the thrusts. Whether you're trying to have a bit more possession and rely yeah. on, rely on basically the defence keeping a clean sheet and right. scoring. And you know and, you would expect, and United, he gets United, into scoring positions, which is yeah. yeah. And you like should be good in enough theory. to score twice again in most games. You would yeah. expect. So I understand why he did that, but I would like surely. You've got to play Bruno in his position and play Beak on the right, and hope and hope he makes do. I mean, I I don't, I, yeah, yeah, I I I I wouldn't have done that. And no, it's a little odd, and I guess he wanted to get him in the team. It's this he's played so many of the main players in recent weeks, hasn't he? And especially through this Europa League campaign, that it looks like some of them have got maybe four games more than they should have done by this stage of the season. Nine games in November, in October it was, and then not quite as many as in November because it's the World Cup. But but still, they've played a lot of games and you can understand yeah. why he wants to make some kind of rotation. And but he could just have played Elanga. Quite well. He could have played Elanga, not that he's played a lot or played well. Or is, no, or is a particularly good player. I just felt like the balance of the, the, balance of the team. Apart from he's not very balance. good and never plays in the outer form. Apart from <laughs> that, what has he done I mean, for us? I, yeah, I think that, I mean, it makes me like, I guess, because Bruno is suspended on Sunday. Is he? Right. Okay. So, yeah. if, was that why he played beat there? Because we're getting... See, what, what, see whether he can do anything. That, yeah. That's what we're getting on Sunday. I don't know. I would... 
I would not do that. I mean, I, we'll get to Sunday later, but it just oh, yeah. occurred to me now. Like, I'd forgotten about Bruno. Bruno I forgot. Uh, yeah. It, interesting. He's Martinez going to miss whoever we play in the, the doubleheader playoff in February as well. I was, I was looking at the fixtures for February. Martinez this is the doubleheader. You're getting me excited. <laughs> yeah. He, He's watching. He, oh God, I've lost my train of thought now. So I was looking at the fixtures. There's four fixtures Martinez in February so suspended. far. That's what you were saying. Martinez, Martinez is suspended. There's going to be a lot of games then because there's going to be six fixtures in February now, plus probably an FA Cup game if we don't get knocked out in the first round. Or maybe even the FA Cup's been moved, probably has been bumped a couple of weeks. And if we get that, I was going to say League Cup game, but are we already out the League Cup? Have we played in no, the League we're Cup? Playing yet? Villa on Thursday. We're playing Villa on Thursday, aren't but, we? Right? So there could be a League Cup game. Yeah. I mean, and you just know that in the FA Cup, we're getting a Premier League team at home. Because it always happens. <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> Plus our double header against Barcelona, because it's almost inevitable at this point. So, I mean, in some ways, I guess financially that's a bad thing. And maybe it's a bad thing for sort of the future of the team, because I want them to get to play in European knockouts. But I think that us and Barcelona are the best teams in this competition. We are now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could, we could, you could lose a knockout to Arsenal or, well, or not that many of the others, though. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would say so. Well, the changing format has actually made this this competition higher quality, I think, because about half of the dross that was in the Europa League is now in the Europa Conference. conference. This is why it's why they've got this extra round here. So actually, it make it ups the quality. I think it it ups the quality. I mean, it makes it less democratic. I think. Hundred percent less democratic. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's not exactly a good thing. But I would, if if Martinez wasn't suspended, I would quite fancy Barca next to get it done. Like if we play them and we beat them, then we should beat everyone else. And if we lose, then we don't have the Thursday nights, we don't have the Saturdays, we don't have the extra game. But yeah, as a like, I like watching United, so I want us to have as many games as possible. So that part of me wants us to keep going. And then I think about the prospect of Lindelof, Maguire and Lewandowski. Although yeah, I guess because <laughs> Ferran will presumably come back from the World Cup, play three or four games and then get injured. So he misses that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll see on that one. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm planning ahead. I mean, it's, it's pretty strategic planning. You've got to do that, haven't you? Uh, anyway, uh, I, I diverted us back to the game. That second half was kind of weird because the fluency of the first half disappeared i mean real sociedad came out pretty strongly and then what did it take like 20 minutes or so before ten hag seemed to like whack the big panic button and throw Harry <laughs> Maguire up front <laughs> so i mean just just to yeah to go back we just go back to the first half yeah because that the goal was obviously excellent yeah and I would have been wondering about Garnacho anyhow, but can I just, I want to make very clear, Ronaldo's pass was not a good pass. It was in his feet. Yeah. And the reason why the second touch was so good was because the first touch couldn't be that good because it was in his feet. And it was the second touch that was brilliant. But what I loved about that goal also, apart from big Bruno Fernandes winning their header on the touchline, was you see as he, from, from, the, from, the, from the angle behind the goal, he has a look before he opts to finish in the way that he does and he yep. knows what the key and he knows what the keeper's doing i mean i guess if you finish there you'll probably score most of the time anyway but it felt that there was a level of composure like Henri always talks about it. you look he calls it freezing the goalkeeper and i think rashford missed one the other day and Henri said he didn't freeze the goalkeeper where once you look at the keeper and there's that locking of eyes the keeper's looking at you they're not moving yeah if you then act the keeper's fucked yeah and 
it felt like he did that. Like he looked, at, he looked up to see where he was to plan his finish, and also at that point, basically, you know, and you've scored. So, I mean, was, your point I, about the touches was it's 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 really on point. I think because when I first saw it, I, I thought the second touch was a bad touch, but actually, it's the one to create the space. And if he'd taken a tight second touch, he'd have probably been caught by the defender. And because he, he wants yeah. to go when he gets the ball, he wants to sort of slant towards goal, but the first touch stops that from happening. Yeah, so he has to just go straight, I think, and and, and therefore so he ends up having to create that angle for, for for himself. But yeah, he. I mean, it's funny that even I don't know if you saw the BT interview afterwards, where we heard, like you know Ten Hag said basically that Konate didn't get picked sooner because he was acting up. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. Is that what he so said? He said, yeah. he said it before, like before all or the game last week, I think. And Bruno properly said it in his interview afterwards. He didn't have to. It just came up. Like I asked him about going actually, yeah, and he said, yeah, he would have been the team. Why wasn't putting it in training? Was being a dick right. basically. And it's kind of interesting that like the manager and the captain have both dissed him for that thing. Yeah in public which makes me interested to know what kind of a twat he was being because i know what a twat i was at his age without yep. the aggravating factors of talent saving oh, money exactly and, and expectations so yeah and, and 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 for him clearly being too good for the under 23s as well clearly outgrown that team and and uh, outgrown the team and has hardly ever played for it. Yeah. It's supposed to be accelerated from the academy. And I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's happened to a lot of players. They lose focus and and it will be very much up to him, plus manager, plus senior players to get him into line if that is if that is a problem. But well, clearly, maybe this is a signal, right? He's started. Yeah, that's what they say. His first he's, start for United. Yeah. And it's like good. And I'm, it's also pleasing, I guess, that they haven't borne the grudge with him. I mean, maybe he's just too good for that, but... Yeah, yeah. That they that they picked him, but now it's just like there is some very serious competition to play on the yeah. left hand side. Well, he didn't. He didn't. I mean, partly it was United, but partly Garn actually faded out of the game, and so he didn't. He wasn't able to sustain it, and it was kind of the same the other night against I forget who, and he had he had how much did he put into the game anyway? Not not the full <laughs> game. Sure. Yeah, gr- great point, Ed. Great point. Sh- sharp commentary there. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so I mean, I guess that's one of his concerns, and I, I repeat the point I I think I made last time. Actually, we we've barely seen any defensive work from him, so that'll be the other thing. I'm sure that they're they're looking at can he can he do the same same kind of defensive work that say Rashford does do it's just I mean it's just a nice option to have and I think you'll find I think we'll find that he gets quite a lot better quite quickly if he if he plays now because that's what he needs to do it's not really yeah like he's got he's he's got the physical speed he's got the speed he's got the skills he's got the composure he's got the bollocks it's literally just a matter of playing more football to yeah, with better players to elevate your standard and to know, I think un- I think that's fair. To do better, yeah. and he will. He, he'd he have probably be- got a he'd have probably got a second as well, wouldn't he? But for that slip, because he'd opened up the pitch with the turn, it, it, yeah, and, it, it, and then it, fell over. And that was that was also yeah, like his ability to go both ways. That he he could he could go. I'm about. I have this thing with a few of my friends that when about about commentators when they go, he's got two great feet. Left foot, right foot. And I feel like I was about to do that myself. <laughs> he can go both ways. He can go left. And then and then, yeah, then he can go right. And, and he can go and he right. Can go right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh more more penetrating thoughts. But that that ability to go both ways makes me also wonder if he could do do, do anything on the right. I think maybe he'd need to get a bit more physical 
to be able to yeah. go to go on the outside to be that slight and go go past defenders, athletic defenders like that takes a lot of work, I think. So, but yeah, I'm just trying to think. Plus, about... he'll score more. He'll probably score more goals playing on the left. Yeah, I mean, just... I know he scored his left peg today, but him cutting inside and and scoring with the right was the one he scored in the FA Youth Cup final at the end of last season. Yeah, it's more thinking about where he can get his minutes, which now appears yes. to have become the currency for describing time on the football pitch not get That's to right. play or get a game get it can only it can, everything is now measured in minutes i don't know if that's yeah the, it, the is, it is amazing culture, as gary neville taught us that, that's right that's a joke um, way. <laughs> Think about. but if he if he can be anthony's understudy as well then he will ju- he'll, we'll he's got get, more options we just get to see more of him because yeah. currently when everyone's fit the front three is anthony and martial probably yeah. And then one of then Rashford or Sancho, yeah. And he so he's he's third in line for that position. Yeah. So I mean, maybe Martial will never be fit, but yeah, I felt anyway like we played we played the wrong front three. And when when Ronaldo went through that time, my friend Kyle actually messaged me saying something like another chance if it fallen to Ronaldo, he'd have buried it. I mean, apparently like, <laughs> thinking of his offside, but. He's not a reliable The chip, yeah. the lob. Yeah, he's not a reliable printer anymore. He's not. I thought that was onside, actually, but I, I don't remember seeing a flag or otherwise. But yeah, it's he's he's definitely not. And and it just all went in slow motion, didn't it? He, your 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 mate could have messaged you while the chip was going up, <laughs> and, and finished the message before it came down. But <laughs> as he went through, I, I thought, oh, he's not. This is basically this is almost not unmissable. Like how. Not because it's such an easy skill or technique or whatever. It's just not reliant on any of the things that he doesn't have anymore. Right. He's there. The ball's at a nice height. All you have to know yep. is how hard to hit it, pretty much. Yep. And yep. I feel certain that you are acquainted with that. I know, right? He got the nine nine out when he needed a pitching wedge, didn't he? And yeah, it's 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 really hard. It was the same. The same was true at the weekend as well. You're searching for what he brings to the team apart from aggravation <laughs> and and stroppiness i mean he's but, uh, sort of very not performatively turned that off now a little bit he's trying to be all, all, all encouraging which is fine like i can like i'm i'm a jew like you're allowed to do to shiva till your deathbed but you're allowed to repent return as the direct yep. translation is like I, for that particular offense i can i can accept i can accept repentance so that's fine yeah i just if, even just watching us tonight, every time I watch United play, I think if we had a centre forward, then we would hand out for sure. absolute kick-ins. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's the it's the piece that's missing. A reliable Rashford fit but can't score. Martial can score, never fit. Ronaldo too old, and it's yeah, it's, the, it's definitely the piece that needs to come next. I think. On the other, what, what are you making of De Gea at the moment? Strange, well, isn't it? It, it 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 is like at the weekend he actually came off his line for one and and cleared a through ball and I was like what what has happened and it, and he didn't do his hamstring either and he pulled <laughs> off two great saves and tonight a double save one with his one with his face I'm not sure that he can be credited too much for that one but he got there I disagree <laughs> I, so I disagree for that reason I actually thought the first save like I'm I, I'm not I've watched it a few times and part of some of me thinks. Did he make get it with his fingertips and couldn't get any more hand on it? So it was a great save. Right. And then the part of me that doesn't, I, I know about enough about goalkeeping to judge basically. So I, 
Yeah. When I watched it the first time, when I, like my overriding feeling is that could you have got it further away from the goal with a slightly stronger hand or getting to the ball yeah, with yeah. the right or bit angled. of hand? Yeah, I, yeah. No. But yeah. The, 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 when I saw him get up, I knew, not I knew because I knew Ronaldo was going to score as well, but I felt, <laughs> I felt like he's going to save this because he was up so quickly and like, he's got the fastest and, and reactions is, of any goalkeeper yeah. I've ever seen. By miles. No, no, that's absolutely right. That that part of Dave Even is still Chris there, Turner. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Even Chris Turner, four foot five inch. <laughs> so can we talk about someone's height? Yeah. It no, no, you're absolutely right about the reactions. They haven't changed. He still pulls off those saves. It's the focus and his all round game. His all round game feels out of date. But he is that's trying. The reason. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying. And He's trying. But it just feels out of date. And then the focus that, yeah, it doesn't mean goes. That, yeah, it doesn't sometimes. mean we don't want a different goalkeeper necessarily next season but for now in terms of how i feel about towards him and i because part of me just feels guilty that we ruined his career basically and i understand why when you're going you're the when for a bit like you're the only really like top level player in the team why you might lose focus if you can't if you're just there yeah it's very easy to say we die playing for united when we've been raised to support united it's part of our lives and it's also probably a lie. Ultimately, not that everyone is capable. We've all in our lives tossed off things that are ultimately more important than United. Oh, okay. I, I wonder where that was going for a minute then. <laughs> so, yeah, like um, I, yeah I, I, I love football. I've devoted a lot of my life, time, money, yeah. energy, emotional energy, everything to it. But I also know that it's football. And I've yeah, yeah. done yeah. other things. In my, yeah, like I've tossed off things that were arguably more important than football for football. So I can understand I, I, why De Gea lost a bit of focus and stopped being as good when the intensity that he needs and the quality that he needs isn't there. So at the moment, just yep. seeing him trying to be his best is is yeah. pleasing, I guess. It, it's interesting that this happened, whether it's Ten Hag is able to get something out of him. And, and he's look, he's been pretty consistent, hasn't he, this season? I, I, yeah, I, I can't remember a big error. There probably was one. The, but it's not like competition. It's not like Chibravica's about to take his spot. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Martin Bishop or Tom Heaton or not Martin Bishop. Tom, what's his name? Bishop. Bishop. What's Bishop's first name? I've forgotten his name now. Nathan. Jesus. Nathan Bishop, there you go. Nathan Martin, close enough. So, like, he's not under pressure for his place. He's played every game this season. Now he's, he's under, now he's under pressure of, for his contract. Under pressure for his contract. That that's very true. Have so, a bad season and you and you're gone. And, that, and where are you going? Um, he might be gone anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. he may well be gone anyway. And, but... and that's a it's a real it's a real decision to make. I mean, in the past, you'd have said that they definitely will offer him a new contract, whatever, because they want to protect the asset value. Now, I think. Ten Hag's stock is is so high at United that he will make that call on whether De Gea gets to stay. Because if he gets to stay, he's going to stay on mega wages and they can't bring another keeper in. And I so read he's going to be staying for this that. week, I think probably on one of those aggregator accounts, that he might be prepared to take a pay cut to stay. Even so, it's still going to be huge. Even yeah, so, yeah, like, it still make it challenging to bring another keeper yeah, in. Yeah, not to be number two. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, if, if we decide that Every penny available, like there's a centre forward that Ten Hag wants, and every penny available is necessary to get that centre forward. Let's say Victor or Steven, it doesn't even matter who it is. And yeah, this is the budget, and if you want him with sales, that's all you can get. I would keep to and get that centre forward. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, those will be they'll be the trade offs for the summer, and it will matter a lot where United are. Champions League. That's another reason to go win the Europe Europa Cup, Europa Cup, would, Europa League. I would be surprised if we didn't get into the Champions League. If it, it feels like, look, the I think, quality of of Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, us, Liverpool now because they've dropped so many points is all pretty similar, isn't it? It's, yeah, I would say so. that I think United and Arsenal are better, are better than the rest of those teams. Liverpool obviously could. Something could change for Liverpool because they have some good players, but it's been going on for quite a long time now. This it, it feels like it, a clock malaise. It happens, hasn't it? It's happened before during the pandemic, and it happened at Dortmund as well. So, so yeah, and I mean they did put uh, yeah. out the fire last season. I mean, I didn't expect them to do that, but yeah, yeah. Like to, to put together the season that they did. It's no right, right. expect that, but I think. Uh, so I got to I got to ask you your favorite man. Harry Maguire, what do you think of his performance at number nine today? I, I mean, but I, it wasn't his fault or any of that. Like Ten Hag had a bad in the second after that. He really, I like, had now. It was a bit bad. weird. He's been good yeah. before. I just don't think that we are good enough, especially not with all those players missing, to change to a formation that we've never played before and get yeah, yeah. in a game that we're trying. We all, to win. It all felt a bit like he went Pep Guardiola and like had a complete stroke and came up with some weird formation, which looked by the end to be like a two not seven something. <laughs> he went much too early, and because like if you think you're better than the other team in football, then you need play to the keep, football, keep it, make yeah. it a game of football until the football is yeah. working and it's desperate. It wasn't desperate at yeah. that point, and. I just yeah. didn't feel that we had the players. And also, and then in, within that, the players weren't in the right places. Even no, they just... weren't. Because you, you, you had Bruno Fernandes getting the ball off the, the back two or whatever it was at that stage and then giving it to Luke Shaw or Fred or Dallo ahead of him who were playing number 10 and they were trying to get it into the box. So they'll save a tip yeah. that. And, so, also, yeah. and, and I mean, that's because that's always like with Bruno. And I thought it went... We've seen in the last two games that hasn't played that well in either of the last two games for various reasons, but he makes goals happen. And yep. the header that he won by today and last and the weekend is the pass before the pass. But yep. but he makes goals happen and you just he needs to be in the middle of the pitch because he's the person you want to have the ball the most. But he still creates as many like his I saw some interesting data on Bruno. So he's still creating more chances than anyone else. So like the actual shot creating actions or goal creating in the team actions. Or in, the in the team. In the team, not in the league. But but so he's still the most creative player. He's making far fewer progressive passes than he used to do. And I think I think that a lot of that's and it's far safer as well. I don't have a problem. So, the evolution of the team was always going to mean that because he was meaning you're having other good players. And it's it's not him. all about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, it does mean he's not that focal point. He's he was not Gary the, Barlow. the soul. He was Gary Barlow. And he's <laughs> Ooh, interesting analogy there. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, fight, fight, like, yes, four Muppets. He can't write songs or sing songs. And <laughs> No, I, I, I agree Ten Hag went too early with the panic button. Also, and and Harry Maguire up front just didn't. At one stage, I became Graham Taylor because I'm screaming at my my telly here to just, just knock it because they weren't even doing that quickly. Well, it was Ten Hag halfway was right. house. I mean, yeah, they didn't so. do... I mean, I'm sure he told. He maybe had, it felt like he probably had told them about playing that formation. They didn't do what he wanted them to do. But like, they're mm. not. They're not real good enough for that yet. We're good with the good players in the good positions, in the right yeah. positions. And also, I'm sure Ericsson was knackered. But 
if you're sticking your lummocks up front, then yeah, you need someone to get them the ball. Replacing him with Fred is not. Yeah. Is, and what he sometimes does turn up is he'll make an attacking substitution and a, and a sort of more defensive substitution to try and balance the team. But yeah. You can't. I mean, maybe Ericsson was tired and injured, but sending Fred on at that point is like because you're just not getting not you're not getting knockdowns and you're not getting good balls. It's, no. it's not just the delivery, although it's mainly the delivery. It's also the composure to not panic yep. on the ball, pick the right pass, and move the ball, and still keep playing football whilst trying to hit the big ones. Oh, for sure, I'd like I'd like to see. I haven't looked at the data. I'd like to see Fred's completion rate on those long passes because I'm going to say it's close to zero. <laughs> I mean, so, and also you... <laughs> when you win a corner in the last minute, I mean, you, not only do you go short, but you go short to Fredgy. Just yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, that, that was a real that was a real head and has moment when I saw them going short. I, I hate short corners. Most how often does a team score from a short corner? Even less often than they score for a regular corner. And, and that is two percent, yeah. <laughs> and so and then I see it go short and I'm like, oh fucking hell. <laughs> like short to Freddie and then it's just and it, it completely messes up. He passes it. Instead of like the reason you go short is you want a better angle to change the angle, yeah. Like but a better angle to curl it towards the box and he goes back one more to the edge. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, anger. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the atmosphere is weird as well because Noetta was as buzzy as it always is. And the, they, I think the home crowd were making it a real atmosphere. And, and at the same time, they were losing. So you come out of that game, feel like United have lost. They've actually won an away game at a European away victory. Don't happen that often. Especially not in United. Spain. But especially not in Spain, that I, is a rare event, and it feels like we've lost. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think that the thing, and I, I'm sort of pleased that there was some pressure on this game. The thing is, without actual, oh, without there being ultimate pressure for them to go into a game yes. that was going to be an atmosphere like that, where both sides needed something from the game, it was to move on. Was I thought it was good for the players, and I think they probably got a little bit caught up in that in the second half because one of the things that we praised them for in recent weeks was when chasing games have shown some patience. They haven't, like against Everton, against that one, against, is it Ammonia, where where even though they always looked like they were going to score, they played like Chelsea, they played yeah. patient, they kept doing the right things. And I'm, I can't, like, the, I just felt like the balls they were lamping forward, those diags, they were, they were doing them from much deeper rather than right. get, passing their way into a decent position. And I, probably the formation didn't help them a, be able to do that. But I think I think that they'll learn from that because they'll be told. And so hopefully they won't do it again. But the other thing... Well, well, see, we'll, we'll see whether we'll see Harry Maguire up front again. I mean, it's, <laughs> Maguire uh, it's and Ronaldo up top. <laughs> what a dynamic duo. That's a good that's a as a pub quiz for you, isn't it? <laughs> Great strike. Tell me the game went. Uh, yeah. What well, I mean, so so for that playoff game, United are gonna get one of Ajax, Leverkusen, Barcelona, Sporting, who are actually very good in their group and, and were pretty unlucky to go out. Salzburg, who they were well beaten by Milan, weren't they? Shakhtar, who would be a nice draw, I think. They're pretty crap. Sevilla and Juventus. Ju- Juventus, Juventus are pretty shit. Juventus are bollocks, but you never know. They really are bad. Like they have yeah. that name value that you don't know how the table will react to playing, but they are rubbish. 
They actually yeah. did it back. They, they probably are like Chiesa's back now. Came back home on last night. I actually saw a bit of you last night. They, Pogba may or may not be fit by that yeah. time. So anyway, interesting draw. Could they get were, any they one of those. They weren't terrible. So. I mean, you could you could lose an away game to most of those teams, but yep. the only team that is anywhere near as good as United is Barcelona. Yeah. The thing, one other thing about tonight thing also though is the time wasting. Oh, I just it was absolutely chronic, I wasn't it? I don't totally resent their players for doing it. I resent the game for not policing it. it re- the worst I ever saw it was, I felt, was that was that group that we didn't get out of in 05, 06. Villarreal, Benfica, and Lille. Some of the worst right. football you'll ever see. And right. in the Fergie era, the only time that I can that I can remember, that since we started being good, so from nine, when the players properly got a volley off the way ends at the end, where it was like pissing around. You know, I was in the field that day. It was like yeah. Kira Richardson, Alan Smith, Ronaldo, and Fletcher, or something, something like that. Um, anyway, um, there was that one. The thing that I remember about that game, the first time I've really experienced it watching United and watching a game and thinking at the end of it, I've not really seen a game of football with it. Right. The, the game, it's so easy to police. All you have to do is have a clock that everyone can see and it stops when the ball's dead. And if you have to reduce the time of the half, then you do. But yep. I'd be, I'd love, love it to be 45 minutes. Still yeah, 45 of minutes. actual football. Yeah, yeah. of, of, of yeah, more yeah. than play time, 45 minutes. But even if you had to reduce it to something else, then I think we saw 25 minutes in a half that lasted 50 minutes. So, right, I guess yeah. 30 minutes would not be enough. It should be 45 minutes of boring playtime, not 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I wonder what would happen if you did, because you wouldn't get the the time-wasting effect from all the rolling around and faking injuries, but you would get the breakup You'd of, get the breakup of, of pattern. Of, moment, of momentum. Yeah, yeah you would. Yeah. But there'd be less. And so teams would still want to do it for that reason, but at least, at least you'd get your football. There'd be no actual reward because the, currently, like, how is time measured in football? Literally, we don't have a clue. Right. How, how, how it's measured. When they stop the watch, don't know. When they don't stop the watch, yep. the laws don't exactly say when, when it has to be stopped. And it's so yep. different every time. Because every now and again, you get a ref who does a better job and you end up with like nine minutes or some shit like this. And currently, it should be that, like more than that every time. And that would be a much better development for the game and the change to the game that would cost nothing. Just there would be no, literally no downside of doing it, and that would be a much better change to the game than trying to get correct decisions up from I think ninety six percent to ninety eight percent, which which is what VAR is. And well, that's right. Uh, I think wasn't it Porto who scored on Tuesday night, like nine minutes into injury time or something like that? Against yeah. Atletico, yeah. It just it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. It's really frustrating. Pleased it did happen. Well, that's right. The shit houses got I, I, shit house. I always sort of used to quite enjoy watching them do that to other teams, including the time wasting because I was always invested. <laughs> like I loved they did it to Liverpool and, and pandem- just before the pandemic. They did it, and so we didn't have to spend the pandemic wondering if Liverpool being in the Champions League again. So I, I was quite grateful for that. But it's just it's just so easy to sort and that that genuinely like I I'm quite not a relaxed watcher of football. Like I find it an intense experience, but I don't get too caught up in the anger at shit not going my way and referees and stuff. But that, not getting to watch football 
proper like yeah, a game because one game team, team just didn't want it. Yeah, we're yeah. looking forward to watching a game of football. Like, like no, makes me think. I think it, it's like uh, it's like slow playing the cricket, isn't it? Just you're just robbing the robbing the public of the entertainment that they're paying for. So I, I, it's funny; it's never come up in one of Arsene Wenger's brainwaves. So he's he's had everything else: World Cups every two years, sixteen refs on the pitch, round goals, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, but. Yeah, well, that's right. He, yeah, uh, n- never, never, never actually seriously trialed it, I don't think. But they do measure this, and there's quite a big difference between teams depending on their style of play. Possession based teams, you tend to get the ball in play more often. They get closer to the 60 minute. Um, but that is, yeah, if, if you get 60 minutes of football, you're, you're doing well. Yeah. And uh, also, while we're on the subject of this, I, mean, I said this on Twitter earlier, that not being able to hear what the what the referees are saying also, that other thing of obscurantism, that it's not the fucking yeah, Masons. Yeah. Like, where, yeah. <laughs> where we can't hear what they're saying. We don't know why they're saying it. But I'm not into referees have, making mistakes, having to come on television and apologise for their mistakes post-fact. But I do like that. Like that's, that I don't think would be necessarily good yeah, for the yeah. game. But Mike in the refs up would be, yeah, we'd get a lot more insight, especially the far. Mike in the when far discussion. When you're sitting around for four minutes having to listen to Robbie Savage, yeah. or if you're in the ground without a clue about what's going on, yeah. it's, if you consider football as entertainment and a package and all that, it is yep. better for that. And it works in the cricket, work, which is more matters yep. of fact, works in the rugby as yep. well. But as long as people know, you have to keep people informed. You can't, you're, at the moment, it's like it's a big yep. secret. This is the... I, the rugby the rugby video ref works extremely well and and they have the audio on cricket they do they do have uh, nfl they so. do it as well so they did yeah it's exactly really i mean so the first the first three months of a ref mic'd up in the premier league would be yeah, not child friendly let's say well, for, it's on the and they'd learned pretty quickly they did though, it so. they did it for an arsenal game against Millwall in was it the late 80s early 90s right and tony adams comes out of it as exactly you imagine and hope tony adams will come out of it <laughs> right brilliant. but it's not about hearing the players on tony adams by the way the soccer box is excellent with the Gary Neville right. show he does. I didn't think it would be good, particularly, but it, the, the, I mean, they're all quite good, but his one is, his one is really good. I, right. I hard recommend of that with some good stories about when Vega comes in and takes him off and comes and Adam says, he goes, he's like, come on, Wolf does. He goes, he's like, how dare you? <laughs> Just, and the way he tells his ex, but um, yeah, what were we saying? It would be better. Yeah, we should be. We should be allowed to hear what the referees say. I don't care about hearing what the players say, although it's funny. It it wouldn't be. It, I, I would be happy for them to do it and not give players punishments for calling the ref and whatever. It's yeah. literally just let us hear the decision making process, and it doesn't even have yeah, to be yeah. all the time. Like I don't need the referee having to explain to you why he's given the penalty necessarily. It's when he goes, just when he goes to bar. Yeah. Well, that would be the start, but I still don't think even the referee giving instructions as as he was today when he, um, he's explaining like when he booked Martinez for Martinez nearly getting chopped in half. Just the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the thinking around that would be like not having to explain it, but just I mean, hear the one, instructions. Like, I, I felt referee... like I knew why he gave that, but the problem is you can't have the dialogue where it's like you can't represent the case for the defence and he'll change his mind, but. Because it was a good tackle, obviously, in the way we want to see football played. But yeah. he did then scissor his leg. And yeah. I say but, because I'm talking from the referee's point of view, what I mean is and. 
<laughs> but the referee yeah, yeah. hasn't seen it as a butt. I don't see that it was necessary. Like, so I think you get away with the foul there. They, it didn't have to be a booking. And it was really... It was kind of interesting one because he did... You're right. He, it was a scissor on a, on a perfectly good tackle. Otherwise, a perfectly good no, tackle. No, no, but otherwise. It was, was... it was a good tackle. That, that, <laughs> that's football. But he, he, he did that at the same time the other guy came in two-footed, so which is a bigger <laughs> crime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd pick Martinez to go two-footed in on. I, I feel like there'd be some retribution there at some I don't, point. He's not exactly yeah. that guy, I don't think. I think he, he's, he's not exactly he's, that, but he's physical. He's an aggressive you know? he's, physical yeah. player, Yeah, but he's not particularly looking to get into a fight. He's not a plastic hard man. No, no, no. He's just, no. He's just, he's just playing bubble. This is what I mean. All right, I guess that's the Europa League. Villa at the weekend. Villa at Dyer. I was so looking forward to Steven Gerrard still being there. Yeah, the, the Villa manager. And, and he's gone and, and got himself sacked the, into Two chances <laughs> in the week to get himself get him sacked, and now we haven't got that. So, really? But Unai Emery is like we've had our run into the Unai Emery, haven't we? And he's a good manager, clearly. And it's interesting that he's chosen to leave Villarreal, I guess, more money, another shot at the Premier Villa League. Villa have got money. So, uh, I've spent money. There are some good players there. It's not an Emery team, though. So No, not at all. So, it I mean, doesn't feel built like that at if all. If you were setting yeah. up a team to play United, this United still, you'd want an Emery team. But he doesn't yep. really have the players to do it. So, I mean, Arsenal weren't really like that at the beginning. They scored and conceded quite a lot of goals. Um, yep. So I imagine that's what he'll try and do because he's got those kinds of players. And maybe Villarreal, he was just doing it because... You know, different kinds of players. So, I mean, it would be unsurprising, would it not, if they played in front of this game? It would not be surprising. Yeah. It would not be surprising. I mean, at the same time, they're not. I was just looking at their form because it's it's not very good for Aston Villa. Clearly, three defeats in the last five, and the one of the not defeats was against Forest. So. Not much to speak of, um, and and United in like pretty good, pretty good form. Yeah, I mean, depends. Like, four who, four wins in the last five. Do so. we know who's back? As in, and we've so got the two. Tom, we've got Martial. Yeah, because I think Anthony's was a, a minor injury. You described it as, so I think he just didn't take a risk on it. Martial, Martial is training. Sancho so, is presumably Sancho should be fine. Yeah, I think. So you, um, so that's a lot of players. A lot of players. If they're to choose all from, available. Yeah. Then there's not a lot of space on that bench. There's not. I, I think the only injuries are because Beak is back as well, and the only injuries for Ren, I think Wambasaka and Wambasaka. I don't Very know. Is he injured? Don't know what's happened. And Brandon Williams also sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> so sleeping with the fringes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his case. It's yeah no load of options load of options for Ten Hag. It'll be interesting to see what like combination of all these players gets a shot. Will Sancho be back? Hasn't earned it really. And will Ronaldo be kept in? Because that'd be a third game in a row. I hope no. I would go. If I, hope, I don't, know, I hope we don't not. know who's fit, but assuming Martial's not ready yeah. to start, I would go Anthony Rashford and Gonacho. Right. Yeah, but that'd be a big call if he picked Garnacho because he'd be saying Garnacho's moved ahead of Alanga and and Ronaldo and Sancho. I mean, it's not that he's moved ahead. It's more to do with the, yeah the positions. I mean, I, it's just when yeah, I and you might you might play Sancho depending because we don't dependent to how Villa are going to play. But and I haven't watched yep. him under Emery. If Villa are going to attack us and leave space in behind because those that they've got those kinds of players, 
and how else are they going to do it? Then I'm going Garnacho. If they're sitting deep, then then you might go Sancho because he's got that ability in confined spaces that I mean, maybe Garnacho has it too, but more more likely to be involved in the play. So I might go Sancho, but I'd, yeah, so it just depends. I have someone who's watched Villa under Emery, presumably we have people that do this. We'd probably be able to have somebody the has, to that. I'm sure. But, and there's probably some people in but I've had done it. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't be having Ronaldo. No. All right. That's that's the weekend. We'll back us. Stay tuned. We're going to chat about European football a little bit, and uh, everyone else will see you the weekend, please. <laughs>